Toadie's session in Inspired Thinking is about, abundance. When you reach out for things the energy you use usually pushes the thing away. Like the bow of a boat pushing the water. Like reaching for a feather the pressure of reaching pushes it away. The real way to have everything build the energy and let it come. A magnetic person attracts abundance. A fearful or unmagnetic person grabs because they fear the chance will not be repeated. Nothing pushes things away more than unmagnetic grabbing. Better to believe in abundance, affirm, visualize, build the mountain than attract what comes to you. If you are willing to take whatever comes and to care for it and cultivate it, then everything comes. The whole world pursues love outside themselves in the hope of having it. You need to have love within yourself, I call this love pockets meaning the more you love those in your past, without the need to contact them or grope to control them, the more love you have within you. If you are willing to cultivate that then the whole world comes to your door. If you want love and go looking for love it's like looking for your car keys when they are actually in your pocket. You know already in your wisdom that success breeds success. The reason is abundance makes people positive about their opportunities. But when we think we are a failure in any walk of the seven walks of life, we minimalize ourselves and our opportunities and become needy. A business leader who sees opportunities is usually one who believes in their visualizations. One who has a history of well-mastered success that they trust. If however, a business leader is recovering from a failure, they will be trying to overcome that dark cloud and will grope for any opportunity, thereby increasing the odds of failure. All this is about love. Love is not a romantic word in this context. Love in this context is abundance. Abundance is when you witness the past as a great and lucky journey in which you have been a winner from the get-go. To do this we sometimes have to explore your storytelling. Like this, when I was a kid my house burnt down and we had nothing, my parents hated each other and we were deprived of love or you can tell the same story when I was a kid I learned how to be self-sufficient because when our house burnt down it just changed form into self-reliance. And, that gave me a connection to the infinite world of my imagination. My parents acted like they hated each other but they showed restraint because they are still alive so, I learned the difference between what people do and what they feel, so I dug deep and felt a whole different sort of love to my mates who got cuddles but no spiritual connection. There is a lot of confusion about abundance in our society. People think that it is about wanting and having and getting and receiving and building things. You can see it in all the courses that people go to, to help them develop greater skill. The wanting mind becomes restless and wants, and accidentally that person forgets what they've got and can only see what they could have if, 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 if and so it goes on until they cannot think in another way. That is not true abundance because it's connected with the absence of things. True abundance is connected with the presence of things and whether those things are in the shape you want or not, they exist. Abundance is not a dependency on things going your way but more a recognition that you are never without. The only thing that can happen is that what you want is already there but in a different form. Whoever does not sometime or other give their full and joyous consent to the dreadful scenes of life as well as its beauty, can never take possession of the unutterable abundance of power in our existence. They can only skirt the edge trying to make things right and one day when their realization is awake and will be self-judged to have neither been alive or dead. Abundance also requires us to be open to all experiences in this moment. To witness life fully awakened. This is to call things not as they appear to the fearful but to see the gift, the blessing in things as they are. Life is abundant as it is. There is a great opportunity here. Abundance builds relationships but it cannot bemoan what happens in a relationship. Abundance builds a business but it cannot bemoan what happens. That classical emotional rhetoric will not suffice. To achieve this mind we simply affirm that the universe is delivering, at all times, what we want. 
sometimes in the form we want, and other times as learning experiences to enable us to get more clarity on the form we want. In abundance there is no fail. There is no loose. In abundance there is winning, success and in opposition to it, learning. We win or we learn. We succeed or we learn. Learn is a positive spin on fail, or loose. If you can spin every fail into learn, you are heading on the path of abundance. Learning is a gift. Even if the form of the teaching was a bit unwelcome. We learn or we shrink. Whether it's our ambitions for children, our work or our friends and lovers is not about grasping. Grasping and greed are synonymous. When there is abundance and when life becomes simple, happiness is automatic. The individual who is not happy if their partner, lover, child is not doing things exactly as they want, if operating in greed. This will eventually cost them everything. Greater than a man died leaving significant wealth and someone said how much did he leave? The relative replied, everything. Abundance is about witnessing the gift of being alive. That everything happens for a reason and the tighter we grasp and grip onto the way we want it, the less we have no matter how hard we force life into conformity. This grasping can be transformed from fear-based to its opposite which is an abundance. The person who has this fear-based need for things to be exactly right and is grasping for things to be perfect reveals their sensitivity. It shows that can, if willing to adapt, have recognition of the magnificence of the world around them. But if the grasping for these things and the hoping for them to be exactly right becomes some form of habit, then they are imprisoned and all who surround them and enable them will exist in the same prison. The key is to realize that we can start the day, already abundant, already happy, and proceed with denials, affirmations and visualizations to show we already have everything we need for happiness. Greater than it is not the absence of possessions that frees a person, quite the opposite. But it is the absence of attachment, the absence of greed and the absence of fear that makes a person happy. Truly a happy person is happy, without anything, and equally happy with everything. Greater than. Greater than Chris Superhero Walker. Where there is insufficiency, there must be anxiety, and out of this anxiety-driven thinking comes desire, from which is born a particular mode of life or a method of action, and therefore further conflict, further struggle, further pain. That is, where one, consciously or unconsciously, feels the drive and insecurity of insufficiency, then there must be conflict, there must be misery and a sense of shallowness and emptiness and of the utter futility of life. The need to assert control over others is born from this shallow home. One may not be conscious of this insufficiency, or one may be conscious of it. What is the process of the mind when there is a perception of insufficiency? What happens when one becomes conscious of this emptiness, this shallowness within oneself? What do we do when we become conscious of this emptiness, of this void in ourselves? We desire to fill that emptiness, often by looking for a pattern, for a mold created by another, we imitate, or go in the opposite direction in one way or another being driven by it, we follow that pattern, we discipline ourselves in that mold which another has established, hoping that we may thereby fill this emptiness, this shallowness of which we have become more or less conscious. We start to suck the life out of those who have it. Insufficiency can cause us to begin to reject our own particular experiences and the understanding of these experiences, because we feel insufficiency, and we turn to imitate, to copy, and to live through another's experience. And when we look to another's experience and do not live by our own understanding, there naturally comes more and more insufficiency, more and more conflict. We strive for the dissipation of this insufficiency, to action, because where there is insufficiency and emptiness our one desire is to fill that emptiness, and so we look to action, travel, control of others, merely to fill that. What do we do when we look to an action to repair that insufficiency? We are merely trying through accumulation to fill that void, and so we are not trying to find out what the cause of insufficiency is. We just make it hurt more. 
When you feel that you are insufficient, what happens? You try to fill that insufficiency with something, you try to become rich, and you say that to become rich, is to become complete. But this does not give you richness, this does not bring about completeness or fulfillment. And then you say to yourself, I will try to live by my own understanding, which has its dangers leading to isolation and delusion, and if you merely look to action, saying, I shall go out into the world and act so as to become rich, complete, you are again, by substitution, trying to fill that void. The solution is to find the cause of the insufficiency. If you become aware then you will find out the cause of insufficiency. Then, instead of seeking completeness and accumulation you create fulfillment and your abundance takes good care of the rest. Deny insufficiency by recognizing you have everything by simply being on a walk alone on the beach. Affirm abundance by stating clearly your goals and ambitions. Visualize abundance to make clear what your affirmations are saying in pictures.